We're very lucky today to have the great country music star, Mitchell Tempenny. Uh, I booked you almost two years ago, and we're, you know, I was looking forward to the show so much, and we got canceled because of COVID, obviously. So here we are two years later. Uh, we're just a couple weeks away from having you here at Mulcahy's, and we couldn't be more excited. September 23rd. September 23rd. Is already sold out, has to be prefaced with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're not trying to push it at this uh, point. That's awesome. We're super excited. Yeah. No tickets available, everyone. Sorry about that. You should have got them earlier. But. And just to let everyone know, Mitchell, I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> from the original April 2020 show, that one was almost sold out. And I haven't got the exact statistics, but I want to say like 90% of people hold, held on to those tickets. Um, so this time around, when uh, we got to announce the new awesome. date, there was only, I want to say, sub 200 left. Yeah. So they went they went in a flash and we can't wait. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, 1,500 we'll strong, 1,500 strong New Yorkers coming at you <laughs> September 23rd. And we were trying to figure Let's this out, Mitchell. Have you, have you played in New York before? Like headline show? Yeah, yeah, we've uh, done you know New York City a few times and uh, a couple places in New York proper. Uh, you know, it's it's one of our favorite places. Uh, you you wouldn't think that it's you know when we started that it's got a big country base, but it does, and it, it's like we love coming anytime we can come to New York. It's always a great show. The fans are incredible, so we're very excited. Yeah, we're passionate. Yeah, a lot of country stars have said that they're surprised how big it is out here in New York. So we're oh, pumped. Yeah. Have you been to Long Island before? Uh, yes, I don't. I'm not sure if we've ever played there, but I've been to Long Island. Awesome. It's awesome. We'll mm -hmm. take that title. Yeah, <laughs> first yeah. Long Island show. So, so oh um, yeah, can't wait. After you know, like almost a year and a half off, how how good does it feel to be back on tour? I mean, it's everything, man. Praying it, praying it all stays, but it's 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 awesome. I mean, every weekend we're gone now. We're out on the road. And uh, it's just been a blast, honestly. Um, the you know fans are having a great time. The camaraderie is great, and so I'm just excited to be able to do our tour now, to get out there and do our stuff, do our headlining shows. It's uh, you know, me and all our guys on on this on our crew. We can't wait. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, some of the musicians were saying, I, I've no, I have no musical talent, so I don't know. But like being in front of a crowd is like a drug, you know. And you guys missed out on that for so long. So everyone's saying just how emotionally great it is to be. Yeah, back. man. You might just at the door. I don't know. It's something about the door, man. You're good. Every time it opens or shuts. Can you hear it now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, All right. So, now. yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. It is. It is like a drug, man. It truly is. I don't know. Um, you know, as cliche as that is, that, that's what it's all about, man. It's kind of like this, this thing you kind of crave and feed, you know, you feed off the crowd. All cliche aside, I mean, it's like you, you see their faces, they get wild, and you just have a great time, too. So we're just really looking forward to it. When was your first show back? Our first show back, I mean, we've been playing for a while. Uh, we did a few acoustic things, like, kind of towards the end of quarantine, whenever mm -hmm. that was. I'm not even sure what time yeah, <laughs> the end of it was, ago. but last year. And then um, we started off We started off pretty soon, you know, about halfway through this year. I've been going pretty hard. Cool, cool. So uh, we want to go way back because, you know, I, I know you talk a lot about your music and stuff on like radio shows, but we want to get to know you as like the guy. And, you know, we're not going to take up too much of your time, but, we, you know, we just want to hear all about how oh, it's it's all good, how you started. So uh, who got you into music? Were you self-taught? Did you take lessons? And uh, who were some of your musical influences growing up? 
Yeah, I, I loved Michael Jackson growing up. Um, he, you know, just the melodies and, uh, you know, I love Michael Jackson. And then I got really into John Mayer. John Mayer is probably one of my biggest influences as far as what I do now. Hmm. I have a country music, Brooks and Dunn. They were my favorite growing up. Uh, so I, and the Eagles, always just the harmony. So I had a lot of different influences. Mm-hmm. And then I started bands, you know, I was a hardcore screaming band. And we were we did the whole warp tour emo scene. Nice. So I just I love all kinds of music and I try to, you know, I try to I try to put all those things together in what we do now. I've never I've never been taught, you know, I just kinda of picked up a guitar and tried to start playing things and piano and just kind of listening around and and just trying to imitate what I heard. Uh I tried to take one lesson and I just didn't get it. I I just it didn't make sense for me. But um you know, and that's probably why I'm not the best in the world. <laughs> but hey, you've done pretty it, well for yourself. I, I don't so know. Far. There's something about it. I like to just sit down a lot myself. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, it's it's just crazy, man. It's it's awesome that people have resonated with some of these songs, and very very blessed to have that. And uh, we we definitely know that we're very lucky to do what we do. So we just want to take full advantage of it. Cool. Have you ever met John Mayer? I met John Mayer once. Yes. Um, and he was very nice, but it was very brief. So I would love to like actually get to hang out and pick his brain. Yeah, nice. Uh, I've seen him a couple times. He's he's un- unbelievable. He plays MSG here like almost every year. So yeah. that's nice. So um, do you remember your first yeah, show? He's, he's amazing. Oh. So do you remember your very first show ever? Uh, I mean, I guess it was at church, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my my uncle, we played some Christmas songs when I was really little. But my first show with the band was a place called The Muse in Nashville. It was, I mean, probably no bigger than the room we're both sitting in right now. I mean, it was just tiny. I mean, and it was awful. The sound was horrible. It was just, just a lot of over, you know, amps that were way too loud. You couldn't hear any of the vocals. But it was rock and roll when we were kids and we thought it was awesome. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it inspired us to want to continue to do that. And it's, it's crazy to see where it's gone from there. But yeah, I think it was a place called the muse It no longer exists. I think it's a Domino's now in Nashville. <laughs> well, you could go there after some of your shows, you know, if you get late night hungry, man. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Mitchell, what came first for you? Because obviously we know that you're a songwriter as well as just a singer. Was it kind of the love of singing that came first? Or was it songwriting and then you learned to sing your songs? Yeah, it's a great question. It was songwriting for me. And um, and just, you know, in Nashville, we do a lot of things called songwriter rounds. And I was just always playing songwriter rounds. And so I was always having to sing my own songs. And then people would come up after the shows and be like, you need to sing that song. Don't pitch it to any other artist. And, hmm. you know, I started getting in my head and then I started kind of doing the artist thing because I never wanted to be just me solo. I always loved being in bands, but I love songwriting more than anything. And the solo thing just kind of happened just uh, organically and naturally. And um, and I just kind of been rolling with it. <laughs> nice. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad you uh, decided that, you know, it's worked out. Sure. And the writing process, I'm always amazed. Like, do songs like come to you? Like, is it all at once, or you just get like a line by line, or does like the music come first, or is it always different? I mean, it's always different. I like to start with a hook, uh, some kind of you know catchphrase or some kind of idea, and then I and then I go with a melody first, like instrumentation and melody, 
and then I start writing this song lyrically after that. That's normally the process. Doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes I might write down like a full, you know, stanza or a paragraph or a verse and try to tweak that in later without music. But normally I start with music and an idea first uh, and just kind of go from there. All righty. That's awesome. So, and we know that you uh, you grew up in Nashville as well. And uh, when we were researching, we obviously, you quickly kind of learned about your grandma being a pretty huge character, legend, um, Donna Hilly, right? She was the CEO yeah. of Sony and ATG Music. That's awesome. So, yeah, was she I mean, a big ATV, influence uh, yeah. for you? Did, was that kind of like, were you the prodigy that was always, was the kind of path already ready for you? Or were there other things that you were interested in along the way? Yeah, no, I mean, so she was, you know, president of Sony ATV Publishing, which is the songwriting side. So, you know, I fell in love with songwriting because of her, but I always thought I was going to play football. Hmm. Uh, played football through high school, you know, went to college and and that's and at that point that's when she was sick and kind of out of it so it was never me being you know a music prodigy or the one to come up next in line behind her i just um i fell in love really with music just because i love these cool bands and stuff in high school and me and my buddy started a band um and she never you know she helped me buy a little bit of equipment like some pro tool stuff to record my own stuff and she told me you know, you need to learn to play all your own instruments and stuff because then you'll be more valuable to a publishing company because then you can do your own demos and you won't have to charge them to do your demos. So she gave me a little foresight into where the business was going. But unfortunately, she got sick before I ever really got to, you know, ask her a lot of the questions that, I'm, that I would love to ask her now. Um, so, wow. I lo- you know, I was very blessed to have that foresight, but I wish I, I wish I was here to, you know, help. I mean, I wish she was here to help me with a lot of these Question. new questions you give. But uh, with that said, no, I think I just, me, I just fell in love with music as I got older and realized how important music is to me, how it changed my life. You know, you know, you hear a song that just, that you get, you know, you dive into and it feels like it's your story. As I got older, I wanted to write stories for people too. And my brother, he plays bass in my band. Um, and so it was just always kind of a family thing that me and him were really the only ones that ended up going that route. And none, none of them were in the... Um, in the artist route or the musician route, they were all on the business side. My mom still, you know, she works in publishing as well. So wow. we got to see the business side, which is great. Yeah. It's good to know that side in this industry, but we were really the only ones that played anything. So it was kind of like charting our own territory, yeah, but sure. with a good sense of knowing, knowing how to protect ourselves on the business side, if that makes sense. Is your brother still uh, on the road with you now? Yeah, he That's is. Awesome. He's, I think he's up on the bus playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, good. So we'll have two ten pennies here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, you said... We're, we're a lot alike. He's three years younger. Oh, yeah? Does he ever uh, try to be, be you? Does he ever go out there and uh, try to emulate you? <laughs> he doesn't try to emulate me, no, but yeah. a lot of people think uh, think we're the same person when we're, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, we're not together. That's right. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Well, you mentioned church before, so you, I'm guessing you're religious. I'm sure your grandma's very proud of you. I'm sure she knows uh, what a big soul you've become you. and how successful you are now. So I'm sure she's very, very proud. Thank you, man. I have a question, too. Um, you know, with writing hits and everything, you've written so many already. Like, do you have a favorite or they're like your kids? You love them all. 
I mean, I do love them all, but I, I like the I love the ones that help us a little bit more yeah, yeah. around the house. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, you know, drum me obviously changed our lives. Um, so I love that song to death. Um, yeah. But even like even our new single right now, "Truth About You," um, what it's already doing for us, kind of revamp. Video out yesterday. Congrats. You know, our, <laughs> yeah, the video out yesterday. Yes, video out yesterday, and just it's a. You know, it's such a it's such a wave this industry, and um, you know, I I don't think I have one truly favorite song, but mm-hmm. um, the, but it, I have a favorite song at the time. If yeah, that yeah. makes sense, given yeah. given whatever time it is, mm-hmm. songs can be more valuable and important to me. But I love them all; they they are my babies. <laughs> Talking of the uh, the truth about you video, it's another awesome video, yeah. and you're starting to get a bit of a track record for that. Um, Thank you. Obviously. Bitches <laughs> springs to mind. Legendary music video. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. Um, how involved are you with like your own music videos? Does the idea come from you? Have you got like a team on it? I'm noticing a bit of a maybe a Michael Jackson link. If that's one of your inspirations, <laughs> you go all out. Um, you know, sometimes I have an idea. I'll, I just said idea. That shows you how redneck I am. I meant idea. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, uh, um, Sometimes I do, and I'll, I'll give like a little little insight at first, but then I let you know I let the director do what they do, um, what they do best, and that's come up with ideas of what they can visually see in their mind, how they can connect the dots, and uh, usually I let them play out. Then I look at the treatment, we go back and forth for a minute, and then we just, you know, I kind of go in blindly. I don't really prepare for them because I'm not an actor. I'm not good. I go in there and I just say, yeah, "Tell me what folks. to do," and I'm gonna do <laughs> do it my best and. Yeah, because otherwise I'll overthink it, and uh, it's just it's just not what I do. I'm not a music director, music video director, um, and I'm not an actor. So if you point me in the direction, I'm a good listener. I love to learn. Uh, I'll do my best, but I, I usually let them do what they do best first, and then I just kind of follow. Nice. You seem like a natural actor, though. You know, you make it work. I, I try. Uh, it was a little hard putting on the <laughs> skirt and high heels. I give. I give. Uh, Anyone who wears high heels, all the credit in the world because Have you, that um, was the worst thing. Yeah, when we tough. Did bitches. <laughs> <laughs> can verify that. Um, have you got a favorite music video that you've done? Obviously, I'm guessing Bucket List must have been up there as well. That was a hell of a location. Yeah, yeah, they're all different. I mean, for location, Bucket List for sure. For funny, uh, anything she says was just a blast with the Seaforth boys, like just being idiots. I mean, just the just the getting out of your comfort zone and doing something you never do bitches and then truth about you is probably my most um you know where i had to act the most there were there were real actors like playing those interrogators and so it was really weird to like act with somebody yeah, that's professional <laughs> yeah and then drum me was our you know our biggest budget and it was awesome i mean having that room fill up with water and you know, laying in that cold, freezing water in the winter, and and then seeing what came out of that. I mean, they all have their different, their different places. Uh, I, I, you know, music videos aren't always my favorite thing to do, just because I'm always nervous and I'm not doing it right. But then when I see them at the end, I love it. And so, yeah, they all have a, their own little special place for me. Cool. And back to writing real quick, especially like uh, Drunk Me. Like when you write a song like yeah. that, when you're recording a whole album, like. Do you know that's the best song or is it like, does that take you by surprise? Like, I always wonder that, you know, like do musicians like, oh yeah. my God, I got this one or like it just kind of goes off and becomes its own thing. You know, that's a, it's a good question. I don't, 
I, I mean, for Drug Me specifically, I, I didn't know. I mean, I pitched that song to other artists. I mean, Blake Shelton had that song for a while. He just it never ended up making the record. And then when we got the record deal, um, my my producer who wrote the song with me, I said, let's try this song. I love this song. I didn't sing the demo. Uh, mm -hmm. Somebody else sung the demo, and he did such a great job. His name's Justin Wilson. Us three wrote that song, and and so I was a little intimidated. I was like, man, I don't know if I can sing it like mm -hmm. him. And we got into the vocal booth, and I sung the song, and I came out and listened to it, and I was like, man, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I know it's different. Mm -hmm. It sounds different, and if we're gonna stand a chance at all, especially with our first day into radio, uh, it's it's got to be different. Nice. And we went out there and I guess it was different and different enough, but I didn't know that like that was the right choice. It just, that one felt like what I was hearing on country radio and hearing every day in country music, the, the production element of it, the way we sung it, like it just sounded, it sounded like if someone heard it, they would at least know it's me. And I didn't know if they would, that would be a good or bad thing, but I knew that they would know that that was me. And I knew going back to my grandmother telling me my whole life, you have to find your own lane that was going to be our best chance and um it ended up working out but uh nice. but yeah definitely was still very nervous about it <laughs> i thought we were making the right decision <laughs> i'm glad it worked out yeah yeah i went if it if it had ended up with another artist i wonder if you you would have been kicking yourself now it's kind of weird to think of anyone else singing it now i don't know yeah yeah i know it's, it's crazy the life of a song you never know hmm. where it's going to go or how long it's going to take but i'm glad it worked out for that so, so. so I know uh, you're very busy. You're on the road. We'll uh, only ask you a couple more. We appreciate you being oh, here good. once again. And um, so my family owns this venue. My dad owns it. You know, I help run it now. Oh. I, I always like to ask artists, like, what are some things at venues you look for or that you enjoy or that you appreciate when you're on tour? And what are some things you hate? Because we want to make yeah. sure you guys are as comfortable <laughs> as possible. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Um, I hate when uh, security guards get in the way of people having fun. Okay. Uh, more than anything in the world. Uh, I hate it. It's a distraction. Uh, I like when people in venues let people have fun. I know there's a whole insurance thing. I know people got to protect themselves and there's a, you know, there's a fine line there, but yeah. uh, that's definitely the biggest pet peeve. People are there for a reason cool. and uh, you know, them having fun's awesome. And, and, you know, I, and I just, that's, that's basically it. I love when people are, you know, when they can get up as close um, as we can and just have that connection and, and have that real connection to people. Um, like I said, all cliche aside, you feed off that energy and the shows are, they're better. We play better. They have more fun and it just feeds off each other when everyone's just like has that intimate connection where we can actually like truly enjoy ourselves. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's about it. I just, I mean, I, and, and also, you know, I, I just, I love venues that cater to the, to the fans. Cool. I mean, we're going to play our show. We're going to do our thing. We can take care of each other, but I love it when they let the fans have fun. That's, that's, I mean, I think any artist would say that. All right, cool. All right, we'll cancel all security that night. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we definitely need security. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. I'm just like, no. you know, sometimes, you know, when people come up or they're making, you know, they're making a scene and then everyone around them is watching the yeah. scene instead yeah. of the show. It's like, man, sometimes just, just let some kids have some fun. Exactly. Be right. I think you're going to like it. Yeah, you're going to really like it here then because we're very relaxed. <laughs> We're <and> chaos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Love. I love I love chaos. We got a yeah. fair amount of bars in the venue so people like have a couple beers and let loose and they sing <laughs> well, really that's loud. Like, so. make, sure, 
<laughs> sell alcohol. Yeah, oh, we'll sell a lot. Yeah. Sell, your car bed. Drive, drive, drive venues aren't as fun. Oh, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> but, um, Presenting that night. It's funny, like you said about security. When, with country crowds, like I always say, like you need almost half the amount of security as other um, other crowds because they're, like, they're all just great people. Like you said, no one's there to like yeah. start something or cause a scene. I think I've never seen a fight or anything wrong at a country <laughs> show, so... I think you'll definitely have a good time here. So that's good to know. Thank you for that. And on that same subject, have good. you got a um, favorite venue you've played so far? Or favorite other? venue? Um, I mean, the uh, the gorge in Washington is, is incredible. You're basically on top of a canyon looking down. And it, I don't know. It's just the scenery is gorgeous. Um, but... Yeah. Other other than that, it's not it's not really about venues to me. It's about the crowds and and the energy. And you know, I'm just happy to get back into a venue and start playing. You know, playing some shows again and cool. that aren't as hot outside oh, yeah. <laughs> in the natural elements. So mm. yeah. All right. So fans, when you're listening, you better bring it for uh, Mitchell. You know, <laughs> they're ready. Let's do it. Yeah. Th- well, they're ready. They've had two years of built up, so I think they're uh, very very uh, it's excited. It's crazy to think that. It's crazy to think it's two years, man. Mm. Nuts. I we, saw, we say highly anticipated for so many shows, but this one is very highly. <laughs> the you. definition. Thank you, guys. We saw you played, uh, I saw you played uh, Stagecoach. How's that? Like, how's the festival circuit? Yeah, I mean, Stagecoach is incredible, and we can't wait to do it again, obviously, um, and get to play the main stage. The last time we played was, I mean, forever ago, and we were right on the, uh, the stage right before main stage. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a cover to it. So like all of our gear, it was so hot, it was overheating, and so like, oh, like it was like we had to cut our set like short at the beginning to get everything worked and cool down. But the fans were so awesome; they waited there patiently, and it was just one of those things where it was just like, that's what it's all about. That's what that festival life is all about, and it was that was pretty special to do stagecoach. But yeah, it was so hot. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to get to play it with the you know on the main stage with the actual cover. Yeah, you need the cover now. You hit uh, that would be time. a lot of fun when we get to do. That. <laughs> talking of your talking of your fans, um, I know that you have the fan club, the Night Owls. Where where does that yeah. come from? I saw you got a pretty sick tat the other week as well. <laughs> where does Night Owls come from? Yeah, oh yeah, I got the I got the owl tattoo up there. Um, nice. Night Owls Night Owls comes from well, um, we you know right as we started, we, we were very lucky that a few awesome fans who are now friends uh, just started this fan club and. Uh, you know, my dad always said, be aware of your surroundings every time I left the house. And so I named, you know, I, I say that in the song, bitches. My daddy always told me, be aware of your surroundings. You know, we made our company, our side company, all about that. And so, and Al keeps his head on a swivel. And that's kind of where the owl came from. And I'm, you know, I'm always up at night, you know, night <laughs> out, staying up late, partying. So it just kind of all worked out. And then they just kind of took off running with that. And they've been incredible. Um it's, it's and they've kind of grown their own group too. a bunch of friends. They've made so many friends that they would have never made in their lives. They always tell me that it makes me so happy because they kind of have that thing that they can latch on to. It's crazy. It's my music, but more than anything, it's that they're all good people and they love, you know, they all do like some of them are police officers. Some of them are healthcare or healthcare workers, uh, farmers, like all these different lives, but they, they come together for these one for this one thing and they become like great friends. I think that's pretty special. It's pretty unique. And, oh, yeah. Um, and I love them so much. They've done so much for us. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, and every day it keeps growing, which is which is crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a cool little community there. So yeah. um, 
What is your dream headlining venue? You know? I still want to play Red Rocks. We haven't Red played Rocks. Red Rocks yet. Yeah. So. That'd be an awesome one. Yeah, for sure. And um, what advice would you give an uh, inspiring country star now that you've hit it big? Well, I'm still trying. To, I'm still trying to hit it big. I mean, that's uh, you're on I mean, the right. Any advice don't. If there's any advice, don't think you have. Uh, stay naive and and humble, and just keep working. Put your head down because um, obviously it can be taken away from you in any minute. We saw that the last year and a half. Yeah. And I always say to a Nashville, it's just so much talent. You know, the person serving you food or they just got you your drinks probably better than you. They just haven't got the opportunity yet. So take full advantage of that opportunity and and ride it as long as it goes. And I, I see you'll have more success that way than than taking your first little bit of success and blowing it bigger than it is. Uh, I think that's how you die out too quick. Yeah, for sure. It's funny you said Nashville. I was there uh, a couple of years ago, and I know that, you know, from uh, listening to guys like your stories that they all start out in bars. So, like, every bar I was in, every guy is so good, obviously. So I remembered to, like, take a Snapchat or a video of all of them because yeah. one day, like, That's one of those smart. guys will be up there, you know, at MSG or something playing. So they really are so good yeah. out there. It's true. All right. So we uh, we ask uh, we only ask you one more. So thank you for being with us again. Uh, of course. Everyone, um, Mitchell's here again on September 23rd. Sorry tickets are already sold out, but you should have got them earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. But um, you live, you learn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, earlier I said two years ago. I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, two years to wait. So we don't, don't beat hear. yourself up too bad. No excuses. <laughs> I think you are coming back to New York on, in a couple months after December. a year or so. So you could right. catch them there. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll be going. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going back to Webster Hall. I think. Yeah, Webster. Right? I believe so. December fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. I mean, that's why we keep coming back to New York. We love New York. Awesome. Um, so we asked this one question. So if you could have, um, any concert, the, uh, dead or alive, well, I think now we know the headliners, but you could have a headliner and an <laughs> opening act dead or alive, no budget. And then you're in the crowd at a VIP table of four. So it'd be you and three guests at that table. So who's the headliner? Who's the opening act? And who's at your, uh, oh, VIP man. table? And sorry, we put you on the spot. I think I think at this point it'd be Michael Jackson headlining. I do uh I do Bruno Mars opening nice. for Michael Jackson. Oh, good comment. And I'd be hanging with John I'd be hanging with John Mayer. Um man, that's tough. Um two more. Probably John Mayer, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and uh Oh man, who would be the third? That's tough. That's tough. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, probably, oh, dude, that's tough. Probably, probably just the Eagles as a band. I would love to hang out with all of them. <laughs> all right, that counts. We'll we could do a combo. <laughs> yeah. We'll pull up a few extra chairs. Yeah, pull up extra chairs. <laughs> yeah, they're just one entity. They wear the same pants. Yeah, the it's Eagles. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Mitchell. Any uh, special requests for food wise when you're here in New York that I could get you? Bagels, pizza. <laughs> you know, any favorite restaurants? Man, we're, Man, man, we're easy. Whatever you think, man, that'd be awesome. Whatever, whatever you recommend, that'd be great. Okay, cool. All right, thank you so much for talking. Thanks, I know you're busy. We really look forward. Absolutely, we have fun, man. Let's have let's have a drink together when we get there. For sure, we'll do. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Take it easy.